Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Spend this hour with us learning how you can protect the people you love from the financial, physical, and emotional consequences of an extended health care situation. Because of new state and federal laws, there are new and exciting long-term care planning options available. As a certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott will help you make sense of your options. Now here's your host of Long-Term Care Radio, Brian Ott. You know, I'm going to make a bold assumption um, that just about everybody listening to Long-Term Care Radio podcast today has some type of insurance in force. It might be medical insurance, home, auto, umbrella, life, maybe a combination of these or maybe all of these types of insurance. So why do we get insurance? This is a question that I typed into Google. I love doing this every once in a while. So I just typed that in. Why do we get insurance? Here's what Google said. Insurance is designed to financially protect you and provide you the comfort of knowing you and your family have something to fall back on in case you face a loss. So that's why we get insurance. Okay, so now what if we change that? Why do we have insurance? Why do we keep that insurance? Here's what Google says. Insurance is a financial safety net helping you and your loved ones recover after something bad happens, such as a fire, theft, lawsuit, or car accident. So why we get it is to financially protect you and provide you and your family with something to fall back on if you face a loss. That's that's why we get it. That's what Google's saying. We have insurance as a financial safety net helping us recover after something bad happens. Now, either way you look at this, it is to financially protect you and your family. Notice that neither of these explanations said that you need it or you get it if you don't have enough money to pay for the financial loss yourself. So otherwise, why do we get insurance? Because I don't have enough money to pay for the financial loss myself. It doesn't say that. Meaning, if you have enough money to rebuild your house or you don't need to, need to get insurance, it doesn't say that. And I'm bringing this point up today because a few weeks ago, I had a very interesting conversation with a financial advisor that was sitting next to me on the airplane. And we were talking about kind of what we did and, and different clients and how we helped out. And it turns out that many of her clients were in or basically at retirement. And I was explaining how the new long-term care programs work, especially these asset-based plans that work and you can do single funding and lots of different options and they pay you back and pay back the estate if you don't use them. And I didn't have my computer in front of me, but she was asking me like an example. I said, well, take a 60-year-old couple and if they, they moved a couple hundred thousand dollars into an insurance plan they would immediately get four times leverage. So they'd have $800,000 of long-term care insurance, and they'd probably get twice as much of that money back, You know, maybe around $400,000 if they didn't use it tax-free. So she looked at me, and you could just see her. She was thinking about this for a second. And then she said, well, couldn't you just invest the $200,000 and turn it into more than the, the $400,000 you get paid back or, or, or maybe turn it into $8,000 for long-term care? And by the way, the actual numbers on that 200000 investment for a 60-year-old couple is they would get $877,000 of long-term care insurance day one, and they would get $439,000 paid back on, on our most popular joint asset-based plan. So I was close, but, but my point was, yeah, you know, you get this instant leverage and off you go. Now, my answer to her when she said, couldn't you just invest that money, you know, and say 24 years down the road, have X amount of money to, to pay for long-term care? And I said, well, maybe. And I mean, maybe you could invest $200,000 for a 60-year-old and turn that into $800,000 before they ended up in a long-term care situation, but probably not. In fact, the whole strategy is based on hope and wishful thinking. I mean, think about that. You've got how many years to turn into that $200,000 into $877,000? Well, we don't know. That, that's the whole problem with long-term care. And so this advisor was missing something. We have to look at the variables that are out there. Number one, when is your client going to go on claim and for how long? And I'm talking about this from a point of view of a financial advisor saying, well, can we just self-insure? Well, when is your client going to go on claim? And how long are they going to be on claim? Will they both need care or is just one of them going to need care? How many years do you have to invest that money? Meaning from today, how many years do we have before we're going to trigger a long-term care event? That's, That's the delta, right? That's the years we need to know. And you don't know that. That's just it. Now, 
here's the wild card. What's the stock market going to do? Well, we can always look back, say, over the last 20 years, it's average, blah, blah, blah. And I, I hate averages. I've, I've done entire podcasts on this. It gets me fired up because we don't live in an average world, right? But you have to know what the stock market is going to do. And we just don't know that. How much will it cost to pull that money out when they go to pay for care? Now, what? What do you mean? It's like, well, there's a cost to that, right? Because remember, assets don't pay for care. Income pays for care. So what's the tax rate going to be? Where's the Medicare cost going to be? Is that going to push you into a higher Medicare cost? Is it going to push you into the Obamacare cost tax? Another 3.8% on investments. I mean, are you, are you putting this money in retirement accounts and growing it? Or are you taking this cash and you growing it? So there's all these variables that you really have to look at. And I think a lot of this, the financial side of it is just full of so many unknowns. If you're hoping to, you know, really try to figure this out, you got to make plans based on the best case scenario. A 60-year-old couple, they're not going to need long-term care for 20, 25 years. The market's going to do really well, and I can grow all this money, and then we'll have more than that 877. Now, here's that. This, this is the other thing. You don't need $877,000 of long-term care insurance to equal the coverage that you would get by putting that $200,000 into a plan. What you need is you actually need to net out $877,000 because remember, the long-term care insurance comes back tax-free. So really what you're saying is you got to grow that two hundred plus a million dollars. And so who also is going to be there when you go on claim? And this is the other thing I asked the financial advisor. I said, okay, so you take that $200,000, you give it to me. They've got instant leverage. They've got a plan. Off we go. They have somebody to call. We're going to help coordinate the care. We're going to help do all these things, get them the care they need. Off we go. What happens if they just leave the money with you? Are you going to help them find care? Are you going to help them get a plan of care? Are you going to help them coordinate that care? Are you going to manage that care on an ongoing basis? And she looked at me and she said, well, no. I says, exactly. That's You're thinking about it just simply as if I have money, I don't have to worry about anything. And remember, having long-term care insurance is not simply about having the money to pay for the care. It's also making sure that your care is managed. So yes, the money helps you fund that care. So it's funded and managed in a time of need. And this is the most efficient way to go through a long-term care situation, having a dedicated tax-free source of money and also having that team of professionals to help you get the care that you need. Now, we could go on and on, but I really think this conversation shows the disconnect with why we have insurance in the first place. It's not because we don't have enough money. And this was the point I was trying to get to that financial advisor. It's about the guarantees. It's about the leverage. It's about the efficiency There is no doubt that if your home burns down, the most efficient way to pay for it is with homeowner's insurance, not your investments. Long-term care situations are no different. The most efficient way to pay for an extended care event is with a long-term care insurance policy. There's, There's no other vehicle out there that is going to be more efficient at paying for the high cost of an extended care situation. And so I want you to really just think about this. We don't make this argument for other you know, other things like your home. I do, I've never met a financial advisor who's walked in and said, you know what, Bob, your house is paid for. Um, you've got $5 million in the bank. I, I just drop your homeowner's insurance. And if you ask a financial advisor about that, they think you're just ludicrous. It's like, why in the world would they do that? What, you know, why would I tell my, my clients that? I'm like, well, let's look at the statistics. And so we have to understand when we're looking at how do I pay for long-term care, there's a lot more to it than it's just the money. And again, I've got multiple people on claim right now. Many of them, I've got many of them that are worth millions of dollars. Their money is not solving the problem. The money in the long-term care policy is part of what's paying for the care that they need, but it's really that team of professionals that is helping coordinate the medical system and the care and the management and the plan of care and everything that goes in with that extended care situation. So again, wrap your mind around that when we're talking about, do I self-insure? Do I have insurance? Why do we have insurance? It provides us guarantees. It provides us safety, but it's also the most efficient way to handle a loss. I'm going to squeeze in my quick break, uh, quick break here, my first one here, but stick around. When I return, I want to discuss two of the most important aspects of having long-term care insurance that this financial advisor I was speaking to was just overlooking, leverage and efficiency. I'll explain both when I get back. Avoid the mistake of paying unnecessary taxes, guarantee the quality of your care, and preserve your legacy and wealth by setting up your own tax-free long-term care plan. Learn more by attending Brian's free live webinar class. 
Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. Finding a secure investment in this financially volatile time seems tough, but crazy financial times also create smart opportunities. One of these smart opportunities is long-term care insurance from 525 Advisors. If you repositioned some of your savings and got three times your investment in long-term care coverage tax-free and got all your money back if you never used it, wouldn't you at least want to learn more about it? Well, you can. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for their next free long-term care planning live webinar. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up. You'll learn about smart ways to self-insure, including new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free with every dollar back if you never use it. Don't wait until you're older to get long-term care coverage. Look into this opportunity now from 525 Advisors, one that gives you a secure return. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com. The fact is most of us have known somebody who needed long-term care. That's when a person reaches a stage in life requiring somebody else to help with basic daily activities due to physical conditions or a cognitive disease. Now, most of the time, long-term care starts in the home, which allows the individual to stay in a familiar setting. The price for long-term care can be expensive, and it could go on for years. Financial experts suggest purchasing long-term care insurance before you retire. Why? Because 7 out of 10 65-year-olds will need some sort of long-term care in the future. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, now you know where to start with 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors, local experts specializing in long-term care insurance, and they have plans that are guaranteed to pay you back if you never make use of them. Protect yourself and your family members from the financial cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. All right, we're back from break, and um, you just heard a couple of ads about joining us for an upcoming webinar. Our classes are next month now. We're talking rolling into May, so we're going to start our first one on the 11th. That's a Thursday afternoon. And then we'll have one the following Saturday, which will be the 20th. And that's both of those are in May. And you can get our schedule to our classes at 525longtermcare.com. Just click on the tab up at the top that says an attend an event. And we will send you out an email and uh, get you up and get you going and get you ready for that uh, webinar. It's uh, free. It's live. And it's just a great way for you to get kind of a 10,000-foot overview of all these things that we talk about on the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. And again, for the podcast, download and subscribe. If you subscribe, we will get uh, you will get notified. You'll get a little ping every week when they send out the new podcast and it's uploaded, and then you can just get it to play wherever you get your podcasts. And we also always have those on our website as well, too. So um, I started off today the podcast talking about the conversation I had with a financial advisor on the airplane who was wondering why our clients couldn't just self-insure. And this is an honest question. And in fact, I've said it before, the overwhelming majority of my clients are in a position where they could self-insure, meaning that they would never run out of money from a long-term care situation. They might have to sell some assets they don't want to, and they're going to pay a bunch of unnecessary taxes, and they might put a burden on their family. But guess what? They're not going to run out of money with that insurance. And so that's my whole point of this. It's not something I, I need but we have to look at long-term care insurance planning as probably something that you want. And so why are we getting insurance instead of just self-funding the journey for all these people that have the money? Well, there are many reasons, but we're going to focus on two of the key ones today and two that many financial professionals overlook when it comes to preparing for a long-term care event, and those are leverage and efficiency. And let's start with leverage. The key to any insurance is the immediate leverage a policy gives you. Leverage in the sense of increasing the buying power. Your dollar you give the insurance company turns into a multiple of dollars immediately. So we write that check for the homeowner's insurance. We drop it in the mail. Next month, our house burns down. And guess what? We have enough money to rebuild the house. That's what the insurance did. It gave us that immediate leverage. Leverage with long-term care insurance is no different. If we look at that example, we're saying you take a 60-year-old couple and they deposited $200,000 with the insurance company, well, 
guess what? Tomorrow they have $877,000 of long-term care insurance. They don't have to wait for that money to grow. They don't have to hope that the stock market's going to do okay. They have the immediate leverage when they take out their policy. And I can't stress this point enough. Recently, we had a client, she was only 62 years old, who was diagnosed with ALS. Now, I've talked about her multiple times. She's just a great client of ours, very dear, and she's got a great attitude, but she's facing some big challenges now. Well, she was on her third payment of a 10-pay asset-based plan, meaning that she would have her policy paid up in 10 years. Well, guess what? She's on claim. She's not going to be making any more payments because what happens when you start receiving your long-term care benefits, we're going to waive those premiums. And so if she's basically paid about you know $45,000 into her plan over those 10 years, her premium was right around $15,000 a year for 10 years. So she was going to put a total of $850,000, or I'm sorry, total of $150,000 if she made all 10 payments. But she didn't because something bad happened to her. But she has the immediate leverage. And so now she's receiving over $80,000 a year. She's got a benefit that's going to last her a lifetime, which means she will never run out of that long-term care insurance. And she's not making any more payments. So think about that. Think about the immediate leverage that she got. And this is where the financial advisors miss this because they're they're, the the number one fallacy they're looking at is that everybody goes into a long-term care situation when they're 87 years old. And that's just not true. Bad things happen all the time. So the idea of getting that immediate leverage instead of investing, if she would have just taken that $45,000 and invested it, what would she have today? Well, it depends where she put that money, right? If she put it in the stock market, it probably wouldn't be worth $45,000 because, again, it's the last three years, right? You look at what's going on in there. What if she put it in a savings? Well, she wouldn't have anything. She wouldn't, she'd have her $45,000, but she wouldn't have any leverage. But she doesn't have to worry about that because now she has a lifetime benefit that is currently going to be paying out over $80,000 a year, and that's the beauty of having the insurance. It's the leverage. You get that. That's the key reason why we get insurance. The guaranteed benefit provides you value the day you put your plan in force, not someday in the future. So back to my advisor's question, can't you just invest the premium? You can, but you don't have any immediate benefits. You don't have any leverage. There's, you're waiting for the future value to grow. You're hoping that it grows. And then you're, you're gambling that you can outperform what the insurance is going to do, but you can't because you don't know when you're going to go on claim. And I mean, honestly, if you knew when you were going to go on claim and for how long and what the magnitude of that situation was going to be, you could run the numbers then and you could make sense. It's like, well, I'm not going to go on claim until I'm 92 years old and it's only going to be for a year and a half. It's like, okay, well, how much does insurance cost? All right. But the problem is if you knew that, well, the insurance companies would know that too. And so there wouldn't be any insurance. So leverage is the immediate guaranteed value to provide the financial resources you need regardless of how soon you need them. That is the key to insurance. You don't go out and buy the homeowner's insurance after your house is caught on fire. You don't say, well, I don't, I'm healthy now, so I don't need to worry about long-term care planning, so I will just get it when I need it down the road. But in the meantime, I'm just going to invest my money because I think the stock market's going to do pretty good, right? And so that's where the blinders are put on by some of these financial advisors. They're just simply looking at it as money. Because again, a lot of financial advisors, I'll be honest with you, they, they take it as a, a matter of, of pride that my clients don't need long-term care insurance because I do such a good job investing their money. And it's just, it's the fallacy. Yes, that is. But guess what? It's not the most efficient way to do it. So now let's move on to the second thing, efficiency. Let's talk about that for a second. As in, what is the most efficient way to pay for a long-term care situation? This is the one of the hardest things I struggle with in, on how many people, including the, the professional financial advisors, attorneys, even CPAs, how they view long-term care. If their clients have enough money, and they don't know what that number is, but it's, it's, you know, it's north of something for them, and everybody's a little bit different, but if their clients have enough money, they can just self-insure. Yet in all my years, Regardless of how wealthy their clients are, I've never, ever met an advisor who has recommended self-insuring a home that is paid for. I'm just talking about that in the first segment, right? Not one. And here's some interesting facts provided to us by the fire data. You can look this up. The fire marshals, they have all this data. Odds of a house fire this year, less than 1%. Odds of a house fire over your lifetime, less than 10%. Average cost of a fire. Now, this is what threw me off because I've got some data in my book, so I'm going to have to update this. But the average cost of a fire, mostly because of COVID now, 
has gone up to about $70,000. That average cost just five years ago was about $40,000. So the cost of goods and labor and everything has gone up. But the average structure damage, about $70,000. House fires are the most costly property claim with water damage right behind that. So house fires is number one for property casualty. That's the most expensive claim they have. So why in the world aren't financial advisors that are advising their clients that have millions of dollars of assets, why aren't they looking at this and saying, why are you spending $2,500 a year on your homeowner's insurance, you know, or $2,000 or $1,500 or whatever that number is, especially for somebody that has that net worth in the millions? You know, why don't they talk about that? And I've posed this question to more than one advisor over all my years, and they all look at me the same way, and they just think I'm some kind of idiot. It's like, what do you mean? Why would I do that? I was like, because the odds of their house burning down are slim to none. Odds of them going into long-term care are huge. And they understand, and I know why they don't tell their clients that. It's because it's efficient. Regardless of whether that house burns down or not, it's the most efficient way to protect that house and protect you from financial losses to have that insurance, insurance in place. That's the efficiency. There isn't a more efficient way to pay for a house fire than through insurance. The advisors know that, and most people who have a home have probably figured out themselves. Now, here's a dirty little secret. Most people will not experience a house fire, but most people will experience an extended healthcare situation before they pass away. In fact, a bit more than two out of three, they say about 70% of us after age 65 will end up in an extended care situation or what we call long-term care before we die. And just like having a house fire and having homeowner's insurance, long-term care insurance is still the most efficient way to pay for the cost of care. And especially with our new programs, think about this. You can get your money back if you don't use it. You can even get more money than you put into your plan sometimes back. And so you're saying, well, gosh, I'm still getting a return on that money. But if I don't use it, And if I do need it, then I've got this lifetime long-term care benefit that's going to pay for care. Well, that's the efficiency of long-term care. I would insure my home this way if I could. If I could just write one check to the insurance company and then they say, hey, if your house doesn't burn down, we'll give you your money back, I'd be all over that. I'd do it tomorrow. I'd do it in a snap. So another area the advisors completely miss on the efficiency front is the fact that long-term care insurance benefits are tax-free, meaning they are not income. The financial advisors miss this point. A dollar in retirement account is not a dollar. It's more like 65 cents or 75 cents because someone has to pay tax. They have to pay income tax when they pull that money out of that account. A dollar in a stock market account is worth about 80 cents. Why? Because you got to pay capital gains on it. So you got to sell a dollar 25 to pay your 20% capital gains tax. And also let's talk about this for a second. If you end up in a situation where you're pulling that money out, it's pushing your income up. It's also pushing you to a higher adjusted gross income. That's going to start that snowball effect, higher Medicare costs, things like that. Now, let's take the argument of the advisor on the plane who asked me, couldn't you just put the $200,000 in and grow it over time for they could use it for long-term care down the road? Well, yeah, let's say you did do that. You have to grow it to eight seventy-seven, right? Well, no. You've got to actually $877,000 is only going to net out around $700,000 when you go to sell it if you're paying capital gains tax. That's not even retirement account. Think about that. So if I'm in a retirement account, now you're really in trouble because you've got to pay full income tax. And guess what? When you sell capital gains, you sell retirement accounts, your modified adjusted gross income is going up. And so guess what? You're going to pay for more for Medicare. And oh, by the way, if you're making more than $200,000 a year, there's an investment tax, the Obamacare tax, another 3.8%. What we're talking about, all of these things, is not what the numbers are, folks. It's the efficiency. Again, long-term care insurance benefits come back to you tax-free. So the takeaway is this. If you, we don't simply get insurance because we can't afford the event, not because like it's a matter of pride, I can afford to pay for my own long-term care. It's like the matter of efficiency. It's like the car being stolen or the house catching on fire. The most efficient way to pay for that is through your insurance. Without question, the most efficient way to pay for an extended care situation is going to be for long-term care insurance for the overwhelming majority of people. Now, I'm looking down at the clock right now. I need to squeeze in a quick break, but stick around. When I come back, I'm going to introduce you to James and Carol. I'm going to show you how we set up an unlimited leveraged long-term care plan that will pay them back over 60% more from the amount that they put into their plan. I'm going to walk you through that when we get back. Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. 
providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended healthcare situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free live webinar classes this month. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com. All right, and we're back. And thanks again for uh, your interest in the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. If you're new, uh, this is a show we put out every week. So um, you can always get them on our website. You can get them from iTunes. Ask your smart speaker to pay the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. You can get that. And one of the things that we do is, you know, we're trying to bring up some thought process, you know, get you thinking about some different things out there and talk about some different items that may affect us in a long-term care situation. And then during the the bottom of the hour, 30 minutes in, we always do a client of the week. And this is really, again, just a way for you to kind of get an idea and a feeling, I guess, more to speak, of how we worked with somebody, what was important to them, and what led them to long-term care, and then how we kind of solve their their needs and their wants and their concerns. And so this week, I have James, who is 68. Carol, his bride, is 66. They're both retired. They're proud parents of three, and they have 11 grandkids. I mean, so just think of that home at Christmas. Woo! Um, they came to us after hearing about the new asset-based plans, and they wanted to see if something made sense for their situation. And Jim was really honestly taking a second look at this, um, you know, at planning. He'd been aware of some long-term care insurance in the past, the pay-as-you-go traditional formulas. But what really changed his mind is one of his business partners had a stroke a few years ago. And, you know, Jim was explaining this, and this is a very common problem. You know, his business partner has money. He's not going to run out of money. And this Jim said, it's not a matter of money. I know what money he has. You know, he's very successful. He's got a lot of money. But his wife is just really trying to struggle day in and day out and manage him. And, and Jim said, you know, she doesn't want to spend the money. And it's wearing her out, and it's starting to wear the family out. And Jim and Carol are over there trying to help him, trying to guide him. And he said, look, you need to bring more help in. You need to spend some money and bring that help in because they don't have insurance. She's like, well, I think we're okay. We can handle it. And they've done survey after survey on this, that this is a real concern even for the wealthy people. Are you really going to write a check for $300 every day to have somebody come in and help provide long-term care services for you so you can stay in your home? I mean, 10000 bucks a month? Are you going to do that? Well, you might do it for a little while, but most people won't, even people with money, because the thing is, we don't know how long it's going to last. And most people think, well, it's going to get worse in the future. It could go on for a long time. So when you're in the middle of it, a lot of people just clam up and they try to start cheating the system. And, and so Jim is just noticing this first off. And so this was one of the big concerns they had when they came and talked to us. And Jim and Carol, their main concerns were not blowing through a big part of their estate for a long-term care situation if they could do it in a more efficient way, otherwise insurance, they'd rather spend that money on their family, they'd rather set up an estate, they'd rather have you know gifting options as opposed to trying to figure out how much money to set aside and how to spend it. They did not want to be forced to sell things that they didn't want to. They had a very diverse set of assets. They did not want to be a burden on their kids and said, look, all of our kids have kids and they are all busy. And if something happens to us, he's like, if I had a stroke like my business partner did, he goes, I don't want my kids having to try to come in and help my wife figure this out. And Carol's really concerned about Jim needing care because she, said she can't physically move Jim around. She just, she isn't big enough to do that. So that was a concern of hers. And that's a real, that's a real issue. And it's a real concern. And then Jim was also worried about, you know, just being very honest. He said, look. You know, statistically, women live longer. And if something happens to me, Carol might live a long time without me. And again, I don't want my kids to have to come in and take care of their mom. I want to plan and force to make sure that she has the resources, regardless of what the market's doing, regardless of what's going on, that will help manage and pay for a situation for her. He goes, that's just what I want. So that was really their concerns they came in. They're kind of living it firsthand because they're watching his business partner and they're seeing how that long-term care event is kind of unwinding the family and saying, look, I think we might want to take a second look at this. We have money, but maybe there's a better way to pay for care. So bottom line, what we found out about them, both of them are pretty healthy. I mean, Jim had a small stroke, just kind of a TIA event, they think maybe, or might have been a minor stroke. It wasn't real sure in the medical records. It was several years ago, though, so he was okay. But it was a scare. 
and they put a stent in him and he's taking some blood pressure medication and he's 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 um, taking blood thinner medication but overall he's in pretty good shape he doesn't have to see any ongoing issues from that Carol's showing some signs of arthritis. She had her hip replaced a few years ago, but she's not, you know, using a walker or anything like that. She's physically bouncing around and doing okay. So they're in, they're in okay shape, but they're definitely not as in good a shape as they were ten years ago, and they know that. Now Jim sold his ownership in his business a few years ago. They both are going to have Social Security income. They have their home paid for. They own a second home that they use with as kind of a family retreat type of place. They have a sizable IRA. They also have sizable investment accounts. In stocks, they have cash, CDs, savings. Jim also has some ownership in a commercial building, so he gets some K-1 income, but he says it's very you know volatile right now, so they don't really know how much that is going to be year to year, and it's an asset. And he goes, I can't really sell it per se. It's kind of a convoluted thing, but it's an asset. And then they also just got a small inheritance from Carol's mom. So they are sitting on you know quite a bit of cash at this point right now, and they don't necessarily want to put it back in the market. But overall, you look at them, they're in great financial shape. And I'm being be honest with you. If they come to me and they said, you know, do I need long-term care insurance from a financial point of view? No, they don't. Jim and Carol are not going to run out of money from a long-term care situation. They might pay a lot of taxes that they don't need to. They might put a lot of stress on their family. And they might sell things that they don't want to, but they're not going to run out of money. They're just It's just not going to happen to them. So what did they want from a plan? Well, number one, defined bucket of money to pay for that care and this is something that Jim was bringing up he's watching his friend that you know had the stroke and watching their family says I know they have money now it might be invested here it might be over here it might be there he goes I know they have money but it's like how do you get to that money and this was something Jim said he picked up for me on on my podcast and I said this I said it's easy if you're self-insuring right now you're patting yourself on the back because you don't need long-term care insurance you got enough money to pay for it just do this simple exercise Pick a number, $10,000 a month, $8,000 a month. I don't care. So let's go with the $8,000. I need $100,000 a year. Where's that first $100,000 going to come from? Which asset are you going to liquidate first? Year one. Then do it for year two. Year three, four, five, six. Keep going. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Now you're sitting there saying, well, Brian, it's nobody's in long-term care for 10 years. You'd be, well, you'd be surprised. Every year, Lemra does report, and all the insurance companies that report their longest ongoing cases, they're all over 10 years. 14 years, 16 years, 12 years. There's one active claim out there that's going on 22 years and it's still active. So I'm just saying worst case scenario, just saying it's not going to happen to you. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying do it. Just where's the first hundred, second hundred, third hundred, go down. Then look at your spouse. What if they need long-term care? Okay, where am I going to pull another 100000 for them? Then the next hundred, the next hundred, and just figure out which assets you're going to liquidate. It's a good exercise because that's what happens if you don't have long-term care insurance and something catastrophic happens, you're forced to liquidate your assets. So kind of go through this. So they wanted a plan that just gave them a defined source of income to pay for care. They wanted unlimited benefits. They heard me talking about lifetime benefits. They liked the idea that, I mean, Jim's looking at his business partner saying, it's been several years, he has stroke, and he's like, he, he might need care for another half dozen years. He doesn't know. So he's looking at that. Carol and Jim both liked the idea of good claim support. They didn't know that was available until they started hearing me talk about these concierge claim service and what they do. They both were really drawn to that. Hey, I don't want my kids trying to figure this out. I don't want my kids trying to figure out the Medicare system. I don't want any of that stuff. And Jim also saw the value, just point blank, you know, he's a business guy, the tax-free benefits coming in. Because again, assets don't pay for care, right? I've got to liquidate these assets. So that's what his, his business partner's wife's going through. Well, if I sell this stock or I sell this retirement account or I sell this piece of real estate, there's taxes, there's fees, all these other things for me to net out this money. And so Jim really liked the idea of that tax-free benefit uh, for long-term care. And that's great because all those plans do give you that benefit tax-free. So here's what we did for him. We just basically went in and said, look, we're obviously looking at asset-based plans. It's traditional pay-as-you-go plans aren't going to work for you. So asset-based plans is what we want to do. Jim and Carol agreed on a monthly benefit. That's kind of where we started. I said, okay, so we can look at how much money you want to put into the plan, or we can work it backwards and say, this is how much benefit I want. And they both agreed that somewhere in that you know, six to $8,000 a month range would be good. They would feel comfortable about that, knowing they each had access to that money. And then they were talking about inflation. Well, at their age, I kind of walked them backwards and said, look, you're going to put as much money in with an inflation rider as you are by just starting at a higher amount every year. 
And by starting out at that higher amount, you're also going to have a higher return to the estate for the same premium. So that's what we ended up doing. We ended up settling on $120,000 per year per person for an unlimited amount of time. So think about that. If they're both on claim, they're each pulling out $10,000 a month. That's $20,000 a month coming out of that plan for an unlimited amount of time, true catastrophic coverage. Now, they're going to fund this plan with a single deposit. They have cash. They have, they're sitting on this cash right now, and they just said, we're going to do that. I showed them different payment options, five years, 10 years, but we're going to do a single payment, and they're going to do a single payment of $312,000. So that $312,000 goes into the plan. Right out of the gate, they each have $120,000 a year of long-term care insurance for an unlimited amount of time. But here's the kicker. Okay, this is what the advisor is missing. I'm talking about this. They've got a guarantee of $500,000 because that's the guarantee amount that's going to be paid back to them in either long-term care benefits or death benefit, meaning that if Carol and Jim go out and get hit by the bus tomorrow and they're gone, their estate gets $500,000 back. Well, that's a 60% return on, on what they just put in. Now, if they live a nice long life, 20 years, well, guess what? Could that $312,000 grow to more than $500,000? You bet it could. Absolutely. But they wouldn't have the insurance, right? So now they still have $120,000 per year per person, but they're still going to get $500,000 back down the road if they never use it. And what's great about these asset-based plans, let's say that only one of them go on claim and they use $100,000 and that's it. Well, they put three hundred twelve dollars in. They're going to get $500,000 of value out of this plan guaranteed. 100000 in long-term care, well, then they'd get 400000 in tax-free death benefit. And guess what, folks? This is tax-free again. It's not, you know, you're not growing a retirement account that you're paying income tax on. You're not passing on an IRA. You're getting that money back tax-free if you don't use your plan. So this is where the efficiency comes in, right? We get that money. That gain is tax-free. The long-term care benefit is tax-free. They're putting 300000 in today. They're turning it into $500,000 even if they don't use it. And if they do need long-term care, they have a true catastrophic, bottomless, unlimited bucket of long-term care that's going to pay them out $240,000 a year for life if they're both on claim. I mean, you just that's the leverage, right? And that's the efficiency. And guess what? You add $120,000 a year of income, guess what that does? That pushes you into a higher Medicare cap, pushes you into a higher Obama tax. It starts that snowball effect. Add $240,000 of income because they each need $10,000 a month. Well, guess what? Now you're liquidating assets. You're paying capital gains. You're paying income tax. You're paying something. You don't have that with long-term care. That's where that efficiency comes in. We're getting that money back tax-free. And I'll tell you what. I again, I would insure everything in my life this way. You're, you're going out and putting $312,000 in a coffee can in the backyard. You never need it. Your kids dig up $500,000 of cash. It's tax-free. But should you need long-term care, whether it's today, tomorrow, six months from now, six years from now, 15 years from now, you've got $120,000 per person coming in tax-free, plus all the other benefits that come with the plan. Concierge claim support. That means they're going to have somebody assigned to them for their entire life of the journey, both of them. They have zero day waiting for home health care, meaning that if they need, you know, they get in an accident and they get out of the hospital and they're coming home and they need care, they can go straight to home and they can start getting their long-term care benefit at $10,000 a month. They have $20,000 for caregiver training in case one of them or their kids need to take a class on medication management or they want to take a class on Alzheimer's or something. They have $20,000 of benefit for medical equipment making adjustments to the house, a wheelchair ramp, a stair lift, anything like that. Again, those benefits also come out tax-free out of this policy as well, too. Coverage in all 50 states, coverage in Canada, international coverage to a limited amount, but they do have some coverage internationally. And again, lifetime claim support. So let's back up full circle. What does this do for them? Here's a couple that have more than enough money to pay for any long-term care event they want. But why did they get long-term care insurance because now they've got peace of mind they know they're not going to pass a burden on to their kids even if it's a time management burden they're trying to manage paperwork and figure stuff out they don't have to worry about that they don't have to sell any assets they don't want to they don't have to pay a bunch of unnecessary taxes should they end up in a long-term care situation and the bottom line is think of the red phone in the in the in the oval office 
They've got a phone number that's going to call a concierge claims person that's going to get assigned to them. They're going to have one direct line to talk to a person when they have a question, when they need help, when they don't understand something that's coming from the hospital or from Medicare. They have somebody to help them get that. They have somebody to help them find help if they need to move or do anything like that. So just a really, really wonderful program. Gives them a peace of mind. And this is what long-term care insurance does. It gives them immediate leverage and it gives them the most efficient way to pay for events should that happen to them. So I've got to come up for air, take my last break, but stick around. I'll be back with more. New asset-based programs protect your savings and your family and even pay you back if you never use them. Make sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free live webinar classes at 525longtermcare.com. Finding a secure investment in this financially volatile time seems tough, but crazy financial times also create smart opportunities. One of these smart opportunities is long-term care insurance from 525 Advisors. If you repositioned some of your savings and got three times your investment in long-term care coverage tax-free and got all your money back if you never used it, wouldn't you at least want to learn more about it? Well, you can. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for their next free long-term care planning live webinar. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up. You'll learn about smart ways to self-insure, including new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free with every dollar back if you never use it. Don't wait until you're older to get long-term care coverage. Look into this opportunity now from 525 Advisors, one that gives you a secure return. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com. Hi, this is Brian Ott with 525 Advisors. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to protect many people and their families with long-term care planning. However, I've also seen how long-term care events devastate families and turn the last years for the family into their worst years. Many people believe the downside from a long-term care situation is limited to financial loss. Yet often, it's the emotional damage that lingers and hurts the family members the most. Watching a loved one go through their savings is one thing, but watching a loved one lose their dignity is far worse. Long-term care insurance provides a dedicated source of funds to help pay for your care when you need it. But more importantly, it provides you with a team of trained professionals that will help you and your family manage your care. Learn how you can stay in control of your care options, maintain your dignity, and protect the people you care about most by attending one of our upcoming live webinars. Sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. And welcome back. And thanks again for tuning into the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. Again, you can get any of these shows and past shows at uh, 525longtermcare.com. Just ask your smart speaker to play it. We always try to keep those on there. Again, our classes, our live webinar classes, just Coming up next month in May, the 11th and the 20th. Um, so just about a month out. I've got a little bit of travel. I'm squeezing in here in April for um, a couple of events. And so um, we're going to be pushing those classes just back a little bit further into the month. So the 11th is on a Thursday and the 20th is on a Saturday and that's in May. And again, subscribe and download to the podcast while you're at our website as well too. Now, I'm going to just <laughs> tell you, man, it's been kind of kind of a crazy week. I took my uh, wife down at the end of March. Um, We went to Palm Springs, which is the first time I've been down there. And we no more than got there. They had a problem with the hotel. The room wasn't ready. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a little bit longer. It's supposed to have a two o'clock check-in. It was like four o'clock before they finally got us into the room. And then we no more got to the room and they called us and they said, hey, guess what? Your uh, flight home has been canceled. And we were only staying there for two nights. And so we ended up having, because I had a webinar class um, the, the weekend on the 1st, I had to get everything scheduled and just literally fly back the next day. And uh, we were just laughing about it because it was kind of cloudy and a little bit rainy down there. It wasn't the typical hot weather I thought we were going to get. But um, we will remember our, it was our 20th anniversary. So we're going to remember that because it was just such a crazy trip. And it's like some things, you know, that's why I tell people, I guess that's why I'm insurance is you just have to think it through. Things don't always work out the way you plan. The best laid plans don't always work out. 
and that's why we got to kind of prepare for for the future. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit today about something about we just talked about that client of the week. Now, they're putting $312,000 in. They're going to get $500,000 back if they don't use their plan. Okay, so that's that's the asset base. I'm getting more back. That's the life insurance component on a joint policy. The insurance company is just looking at their health and their age at 68 and 66 saying, yeah, actuarily you put 300 in. They just The tables bear out that they'll be able to pay these people back $500,000. they will have plenty of time to invest that money, that three hundred, and grow it. That's the life insurance component. But you get that money back if they go out and they get hit by the bus tomorrow. Again, that full 500 is paid out. So that's how that works. Now, here's something I had a question for you for. Would you pay more for that higher guaranteed if you don't use your plan? And this is exactly what Jim and Carol did. And what I mean by that is they could have got the same long-term care insurance for $10,000 a month for each of them for life, unlimited long-term care, the same caregiver training benefits. So basically the same long-term care insurance plan. They could have got all of that the same by writing a check for $292,000 instead of three hundred and twelve, dollars And so about $20,000 difference. But what would have changed? The guarantee return to the estate, meaning the death benefit. So if they didn't use long-term care, $333,000 would be paid back instead of the full five hundred. dollars And so that's a unique option. This was something that when we sat down, I I bring this up because most of our clients will go the other way. Most of our clients will say, I'll just do the 292. And that's still, we're still getting more back than we put into our plan. So that's good. But Jim was looking at it a little bit differently. He was looking at it more as an estate planning tool. He said, look, there's a good chance we might not use this long-term care insurance or we might only use a little bit. So if I can just put an extra $20,000 in, but I get an extra $170,000 death benefit. He goes, that's an extra $170,000 I know is guaranteed to come back to the estate. Because if, if, think about that. If they use $333,000 of long-term care and then they pass away, on the other version that they just put the two ninety-two in, they used up all their death benefit. That first three thirty-three, that was their death benefit. Well, on this version, if they use that same amount of long-term care, there's still 170000 coming back. So it was very interesting. Jim was willing to make that difference. They had the cash. They had the money. They could do that. And the reason why I brought that up is not saying it's right or it's wrong, but I want you to understand how these plans work. And not all the companies do this, but this particular asset care plan has options for it. So we can increase the long-term care benefit, or I mean the death benefit. We can decrease the death benefit and keep the long-term care benefit the same. And so, like on my plan that I'm paying in over time, I went the opposite direction. I'm actually going to pay more in premiums into my plan than is guaranteed to come back to the estate. And the part of the reason why I did that is because it's the lowest premium, so it's the most efficient way to fund that plan. And quite honestly, I'm going to put over 250000 into my plan over 10 years. And again, remember, I took mine out when I was like in late 40s or, or yeah, I was like 49 or 50 when I put my plan in place. So... I'm going to put 250000 in over 10 years. The estate gets 200000 back if they don't use it. But you know what? I'm okay with that because I have other things to do, like pay college tuition and stuff with my money. And I don't really care whether, you know, I think statistically with a married couple, it's a 92% chance you'll use it for long-term care. So I'm just not too worried about it. But I just wanted to bring that up because a lot of people just don't understand how many options are available. And I will just tell you firsthand because I speak at some of these conferences The average advisor out there doesn't understand these options. There's a handful of us out there that really are good, that really know, but the average advisor doesn't even know really how to design these asset-based plans to be most efficient. And that's just something what you have. And so when you have a client today, he could have paid $292 or he could pay $312,000. They're going to get $10,000 a month for life for for, for for both of them on, on either option. It's just that we're going to get a higher guarantee when it comes back. And so that's the one thing I want you to keep in mind when we're talking about these asset-based plans. It's really a substitute for self-insuring because here's kind of how we started the conversation with Jim and Carol as well too. And like I say, he, he was I'm like, what's the first asset you're going to use? And he goes, well, would you be comfortable just setting $312,000 aside in an account and using that for long-term care? You can put it in whatever account you want. You can put it in a savings account. You can put it in a stock market. But that's going to be all you get for long-term care. And he's like, ah, I don't know if that's going to be enough. And he's right. It's, that's pretty slim. I mean, they say on average right now that the average American is going to spend about $250,000 on medical costs 
in their retirement years. Now, that 250 number, in all honesty, is also going to care things like Medicare and prescription drugs and stuff, but that's the vast majority of it is what they call an unpaid medical expenses, which is long-term care. So you can say, well, I'm going to put 200000 per head. I got $400,000, or I'm just going to put $312,000 into this long-term care plan. They're going to pay me 500 back. That's a win-win for me. And oh, by the way, now I have $240,000 between the two of us for an unlimited amount of time. That's the leverage of these plans. And then the efficiency, again, that money's not counted as taxes. So, or not counted as income, so you don't have to pay taxes on it. And so there's just a lot I want you to, you know, that's why we bring long-term care radio podcast out there is to understand that we can design custom plans. And what we really want to do in the process is just sit down and find out about your situation, talk things through. I mean, some clients want all their money back regardless of what happens. Other clients like me, I don't really care. I live it. I see it. So I think statistically I'm going to use it for long-term care. So I want the most efficient way to pay for the most benefit. And if that means giving up a little bit of return, I can do that. And that's what we talk about with you when we design these custom plans for you. So um, find out more. Again, sign up for one of our webinars, the 11th and the 20th of May. They're coming up. And again, they're both the same. So one is on a Thursday, one's on a Saturday. We just try to mix them up in the week a little bit so we give a little bit of flexibility for you to get to them. We have lots of information on our website. We have all kinds of examples and things. And then just kind of peruse through our website and let us know what questions you have. We're glad to answer them for you. And then when you're ready to see if something makes sense for your situation, we'll be glad to discuss options for you and see if we can't design a custom plan for you. I've got to get to work to put another show together. I appreciate your interest. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Long-Term Care Radio with certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott. You can download and subscribe to the podcast at 525longtermcare.com and learn about all the long-term care planning options available. If you have questions for Brian or would like information about any of his upcoming long-term care webinars, go to 525longtermcare.com. Be sure to join us next weekend for another edition of Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. For information, show schedules, and podcasts, go to 525longtermcare.com. Do you know that 7 out of 10 people past the age of 65 need at some point some sort of long-term care? That's 70%. Now, many of us think it could never happen to us or somebody else is going to be there to take care of us, but the facts are clear. Most of us will need to pay for help in the future. And not only is that help expensive, but it puts a burden on family members as well. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, start today with 525 Advisors. Recent changes to the Pension Protection Act have made new programs more advantageous than ever. How would you like to get your premiums back if you never use your long-term care insurance? Well, you can. How would you like to leverage some of your savings for increased coverage using tax-free dollars? Now you can. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. Protect yourself and your family members from the high cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com.